I can't believe we're getting married. Shit, we have to plan a wedding. Okay, take a deep breath. Relax. We got you. I'm Chris Serna. And I'm Ashley Aiken. And we are your wedding vendor besties, giving you permission to ditch tradition. This is your day, and we're here to give you permission to do things your way. Together, let's make your wedding intentional as fuck. You are listening to The Bridal Breakdown. Hey guys, welcome back to The Bridal Breakdown. I'm Ashley. And I'm Chris. And today we are joined with with by i did that last week too we are this, <laughs> this is actually one of our second maybe third podcast that we've had more than just one person on yeah i love it i really love the dynamic when we nick have and more jen. people we've had nick and jen on and they mm-hmm. were uh maybe our other only four person interview tim and lizzie oh tim and lizzie too yeah, yeah we had them too yeah I so you guys really are within good no. within <laughs> good company so yeah so today we are joined by the events in ashley events how do you are you are the collective now mm-hmm. we are we just rebranded about two months yeah. ago well it's ashley and aaron so we have ashley and <laughs> yeah. aaron here that's with, all you from need to know the collective the double a's <laughs> they are an amazing event planning and coordination and design team based here in wichita kansas i have loved them for years they have loved me for years loved on me for years and chris you've worked with them Right? I, I have not. Never? I, the, no, I haven't. The mm-hmm. only time... Are we getting kicked out? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> the only time was at Ashley's reception. You were there yes. and you designed that, yes. whole, that whole deal. He literally, the other day, he goes, I really need to post details of that. That was a good um, like, I'm looking for those photos. I've asked you like three times okay, and you won't I, give them to me. I will send you that <laughs> so, gallery. Please I'm pretty do. sure Ashley hasn't even looked through that gallery. Uh, probably. Uh, I think but, I have a couple of times. And then me and Aaron have talked a little bit on yes. Instagram, kind of gone yes. back and forth. I know she's been a listener of the show. Yes. She's been a podcast checked in. She gives me the updates because I'm yes. terrible at listening to things. <laughs> so, we, so anyways, yeah, it's really good to be chatting with you guys. And what I love about this episode, and this has been an episode that's been in the works for, I I don't know. I feel like when we first started the podcast, we reached out and we're like, or Ashley reached out and was like, hey, Ashley, would you come on? Yeah, it's been a while. And we've been kind of, I've seen our DMs like, Ashley keeps saying, let me know when you're going to set it up. Let me know, let me know. And so it's it's finally good to make that happen. And what I love even more about today's episode is that you guys actually came to us as professionals in your industry with something that was on your heart, something that you've seen uh, just throughout all of your years and expertise of wedding uh, planning. And we want to talk about, let's see, and we can kind of we can kind of pivot from here because I know there's a few different directions that this can go. But I think in a nutshell, you guys want to talk today about couples being realistic about their budget and being not only honest with themselves, but honest with the vendors that they're hiring. Is that correct? Yes, entirely. Okay. We talked about budget last week too. So I think that pairing this right after is really helpful. You know, last week was the how and today is kind of the why. Yeah. And last week really deal, kind of dealt with, it could be applicable to anyone. Literally you and I were there like <laughs> thinking about our separate like, families. I'm so doing this. Yeah, I'm joining thinking this about course. Our personal budgets. And this week, and we talked a little bit about wedding stuff last week, but this week is going to be more focused on actual wedding budget from from two pros in the industry who look at wedding budgets all the time, mm-hmm. probably weekly, uh, if not multiple times a week. <laughs> so if you guys are ready to get started and We're to ready. jump into this episode, yeah. let's do it. Let me at start by asking this question. Why is this such an important concept for couples to think about? The concept of being honest about your budget and being realistic about your budget. Aaron, I'll let you start. 
I think why it is important is because of what we've gone through in the last few years. The wedding industry, as you guys know, has completely changed. Totally. And so budgets and cost has changed. So it needs to be in the forefront of the conversation during the planning process. Um, but it's icky to talk about. Well, I mean, I imagine, you know, this is not something I ever talk with my couples about as budget ever, mm -hmm. but I imagine life right now is really freaking expensive. Mm -hmm. Like life is so expensive that we're, everybody is kind of struggling a little bit. I mean, our grocery bills have skyrocketed. Like mm -hmm. lit our electric bills are outrageous. And so I can't imagine how that has become also reflected in the wedding world. I mean, imagine everything is also more expensive. I agree with that. I think that it comes down to priority and our couples, because it's not something they've done before. Most of them have never planned a wedding. Or most of them um, come to us and say, well, we don't even know how much it costs. And so they've hired us as the expert coming in. And our hope is that they trust our judgment. They trust our expertise and they trust that we do know, in fact, what we are talking about. You've hired us because you um, don't know how to plan or you don't have the expectation or understanding of what that looks like. So we're being realistic with, with our clients and what we are finding is that um, even in my sales, uh, when I meet with a client, the initial consult, I'm telling them that um, budget is important. What is, your, what is your overall budget? Have your family set a budget? And most of them say, well, it's to be determined. We're gonna just kind of see how things go. Some of them have, well, we're not gonna go above this amount. But essentially, at the end of the day, um, they, they're struggling with the realistic uh, expectations that they're setting, not only on themselves, or their unrealistic expectations, I guess I should say, um, to produce this uh, event versus creating an atmosphere that is conducive to a reflection of them as a couple. And so we want them to remember that, but they're so focused on the things. Um, like the inanimate objects. Yes. That, that, the pretty things. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which then in turn increases budget or the expectation of, well, I want this, um, but wait, I don't have the money. Uh, anyways, so mm -hmm. there's so many different dynamics that go into their misunderstanding of how to budget a wedding. Gotcha. So, and that makes, gosh, I can imagine that's pretty frustrating to like, have that happen. And, and I would imagine this is a theme that you guys see, maybe not every wedding, but often enough to where you're like, yeah, someone needs to talk about this. Like somebody needs to really get this information out there. So my question is when do, when do couples go to a planner? Like, because typically they book a venue, maybe they book a photographer. Are people booking their planner before the venue? Are they booking it somewhere? You know, one of the first things they book, like how, how does that work? And I want to, ask that because I want to just get an idea. Some of our couples may not even know when to hire a planner or a coordinator or if they should. Or if they should. So, so to be honest, a lot of them will book a venue and a lot of them book a photographer first. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they get into the planning and realize they're either overwhelmed or maybe they've thought, Hey, I would like to get a planner, but I know I want this photographer. So I'm going to make sure I book them. Yeah. And then they come to us um, they've already spent, you know, a lot of them have already like 40, 50% of their budget uh, on more. just the yeah. venue and, um, the photographer or videographer. Cause they know that it's, they, they only have one shot at you. So they're going to make sure that they get you guys on the books first. So, um, typically when I meet with them, they've already booked at least a couple of, of vendors, vendors that are just, that were priorities for them. 
Okay. And so then they will ask you somewhere along in that meeting, you ask, so what's your budget? That yes. might even be one of your first questions it is. that you ask. What are you hoping or what do you look like? Let me ask you this. What's the most common response that you get? Mm-hmm. And then what would you, what would it look like for a couple to give you the response that you're looking for? Like what would they have to do to give you the detailed response that, that yeah. you're hoping to get? So most common and then what you would hope to get. So when I do the uh, meeting with them initially, my first question is, what is your guest count? Because guest count um, dictates your budget. Literally everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the very first questions I ask them. Um, the budget, to be honest, is the last question that I ask them. Um, we go through a list of questions. Uh, how many bridesmaids do you have? What is your expectation for uh, food? Is it is it buffet or is it plated? That way, at the end of the conversation, I can give them a realistic idea of what their wedding is actually going to look like. So even before they book, I go the extra mile and say, to be quite frank, you guys don't have a budget. And then mom and dad look at me or bride and groom look at me and say, well, what do you think it'll be? I said, well, based on your guest count, based on what you're wanting to implement, this is going to be the estimated cost of your wedding. Some of them fall on the ground and have their mouth, you know, mm-hmm. hanging out, their tongue hanging out. And others are like, oh, well, that's right in line with what we were thinking. So some of them have already gone through the not wedding or online budget some processes. Yeah. But I always tell them that it's different. It's especially different now. Pricing is increased in every industry across the board. Um, but essentially... That is the budget question is the very last one I ask them after I've gathered all the information in order to give them a realistic estimate. Okay, so you're trying to get information from them. And, and while that's happening, you're like, okay, well, I know if they want to spend, you know, they're looking to spend $60 a person, you know, on their wedding and they have the, and so you're, you're kind of crunching all these numbers and just going based off of industry standards. And then you can kind of give them, Hey, somewhere between this an estimate of what this could be like. Yeah. And honestly, Aaron can speak to this about what we've created um, in our documents that they have access to, um, but they get the opportunity to see an estimated breakdown of everything that gotcha. we do. So Aaron can talk a little bit about What's that. What's nice too is is them being able to really as a, as a team, we can work on the budget. Now everybody has their different level of how much they want us to be a part of it. There are some that I am, I'm taking care of every single payment, so I have a little bit better handle. Now, there's tons of weddings we've had where there was no budget. We love those. <laughs> right? You're like, creative freedom Super fun. all across. Just yeah. give me your credit card. Yeah, I'll take exactly. care of it. And um, those are fun, but that's not, you know, it's those are one out of ten. Yeah. Right, exactly. But um, so spending a little bit of time with them as we're going through the process we have to be flexible. We have to be understanding. We have to understand too that vendor costs are a moving target. Yeah. We plan so far in ahead that um, for those vendors, that cost may change six months. Like from food now. is a really good example. Yes, food, that is a big food moving is target. rising, mm-hmm. and, and so well because quote, of gas prices too. The quote that they got initially, right? It's, it's expected that that is going up because their food. You know, I can see some pushback there, right? Where they're like, "This isn't what we were quoted," and it's like, "Well, have you been to the grocery store?" <laughs> right. You know, like, right? Definitely. And, and so you're kind of putting yourself in a position where um, you are an advocate for your client because you're like, "Oh, until we get it, oh, man, I can't believe it's that much." But I'm an advocate for my client for the vendor because I know exactly 
what that $60 entails. Do you guys, this is random. Do you guys know what the average cost of a wedding is in America five years ago as compared to what it is now? I don't know if you guys know that information off the top of your head. I would say for the weddings here, Five. A couple years ago, we were looking more to be able to do them in the 30 to 40. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we're, were probably 50, 60, 50 now. to 60 now. Yeah. So like, I mean, and the, it's about the and same. And that's an stuff. average and for about a 300 doing, guest and wedding. the same of, as what they were doing to do that wedding a few yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty I believe sig- that. I, oh, I believe it too. I mean, even if you are someone who just looks at housing, like a house being built. Yes, that's good. Three years ago versus now. You're looking at lumber. You're looking at fixture. I mean, everything. I mean, it's very similar when you guys are dealing with these tangible goods and these Mm -hmm. decor items and food and, you know, clothing and all of this, all of this stuff. So how do you guys, what do you say to the bride who is a little discouraged about, you know, the wedding that she has hoped and dreamed and Pinterested. And we can go off on a Pinterest trip if you want to here in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But like, what do you say to that person that, you know, they had this idea of what they wanted, but now all of a sudden, because of inflation or whatever, they realize, hey, that's not within reach or not. You know, we take it back to the basics. Mm-hmm. Why are we doing this? What is the purpose? And if it's ultimately for anything other than to celebrate your marriage, um, then we probably need to have a conversation because at the end of the day, it's not about the things or the way that it looks. It's a 10 hour day that goes by very quickly. And then you've got a marriage that is hopefully for a lifetime. Right. And so we try in the discouragement to remind them why they're doing it and to, to just enjoy what they can afford. Don't go in debt over a wedding. That's Mm -hmm. ridiculous to start a marriage in debt. Um, over a party. And to be quite frank, if you don't have the the budget or the money to do it from the get-go, consider alternative options because, yeah, we've all dreamed of this big to-do with big old dance party and all the drinks and all the food. But at the right. end of the day, if you can't afford it, create a different kind of atmosphere. Maybe do it less formal and do something more casual. There's so many different options. And yeah. I'll go on the Pinterest uh, splurge oh, here, please do. um, down that road, Pinterest, Aaron and I were talking earlier about how, um, it, there's, what did you say? There's no, we had a florist actually say yeah. this and said, Pinterest is great, but it kind of doesn't have a price tag. Oh, oh yeah. Literally no photo. You don't look at a photo and know what that costs. Yeah. There's not, Hey, $250,000 for this wedding is not posted underneath that photo. Um, so you dream, you look at it being like, that's, that's a doable. A that's a wedding. Mm-hmm. I can do that. Yeah. And in real, in reality, never could you do that. No, not well, at we all. Should, Emily. Yeah, say, that's Flora, from Emily. It's, yeah. it's her quote. So. She's, yeah. uh, we like going to see <laughs> Emily. Smart. Yeah. Emily's given us a few good she quotes. Has. She has. She's, been, she's seen it all. What so. was the other one she said about the groom? You don't have an opinion until you have an opinion. Yeah. No, we'll have, I don't remember no, that, what she yeah. said. It was something. something it was about, about a groom. Grooms yeah. don't have opinions until they until have they opinion. have opinions, and then, and then when they have opinions, I can't yeah. remember. It was they funny are as opinions. Hell. Yeah, it was no, super I, funny. I didn't do that. Yeah. You did. You did that. Hey, Emily, we need opinions. you to remind <laughs> us of what that is. Yeah. Well, this this all reminds me of when I was planning my wedding, and I remember you and I went to Manhattan to go test food food right oh boy we got a quote and we were like okay we can do this one of the things that i told ashley that was a priority of mine since we were only having 13 people and i was doing a different 
was that I really wanted the dinner to be plated. Like I just, that was kind of the focal point. I wanted us just to all be at dinner and dinner be served and all the things. And so we found a caterer and the quote wasn't awful for, well, the menu that they sent us wasn't awful. Well, then Ashley and I went to taste the food. Oof. And one, it wasn't great. What? And two, how much did they quote us? I don't know. It was astronomical. I looked over at Ashley and Ashley's like, we're not doing that. <laughs> wow. It was well, and, and to your point, so like I said, if you can't afford something, get creative because after all, your wedding is a reflection of who you are as a couple. We're celebrating you mm -hmm. as the couple. So if you don't want chicken and green beans and mashed potatoes and you guys literally go to Fazoli's every day of your life or, you know, you love raspberry tea from Quick Trip, implement those things. Mm -hmm. That saves you money right there yep. by trying to not do this big production. Make your wedding personal. The more you personalize it, in my opinion, the less expensive it is because mm -hmm. you're taking out the expectation of this formal oh, thing that. that may not even be a reflection of your personalities. Yeah, expectation so, is expensive too. Like, yeah, yes. so what did we end up doing for your wedding? <laughs> we, we got Olive Garden. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> we did, we got Olive Garden. And Ashley, and you had somebody with you. Yeah, Abby? I had another planner, Abby Wimpy from Manhattan that came and she helped me with your wedding they, and we served they you. They served us. <laughs> Ashley's like, go. I'm oh still going gosh. to get you served. I know that's what you want and so my wedding planner served me. Well, I wouldn't have done that for uh, everybody. Yeah. Wedding, but yeah. No, but for 13 people, she's like, I can do this. I can serve some Olive Garden. But it was. So what I loved is that you and Justin had a priority and you made it about your marriage. You made it about your families. And I think if we keep that focus and we encourage our clients and our, That's our that is the base to remember why you're doing it. And I could beat that in a girl. And even in my initial consults with people, I say that from the get-go. I, I don't beat around the bush. Anybody that knows me knows that I don't. <laughs> and so I'm very real with them. And I tell them, we encourage you. We have a document on our planning pod program that has date night suggestions where you go out oh, and you guys don't even talk about the flipping wedding and you just go and date one another and, and remember why you're doing it. And if you can keep that as your goal, Aaron and I and our team, we love doing extravagant, beautiful weddings. It makes our mm -hmm. portfolio look great. Don't get me wrong. But we don't do it at the cost of encouraging clients to go into debt. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You don't need to do that. Go buy a house or go on a great vacation instead. That's you know, terrible because this is my livelihood. See, I was literally no. thinking, like, that's amazing to hear from you guys. It's the truth, as, like you know, top tier wedding planners and you guys are like, don't go into debt for your wedding. Like, sure, it yeah. looks beautiful, but we love end, it beautiful, but yeah. it's, we would never like, that's fun. It. But I yeah. think but to be honest, like going back to picking the things that are your uh, true to you, the bride and the groom in the 10 years I've been with Ashley, those are the experiences I remember. We had oh, a yeah. wedding where it was Chick-fil-A mm -hmm. because the groom was a Chick-fil-A manager. And, um, and then it was like a, a little supplemental food from somewhere else, but that was intentional. That's what I remember right. from that. Um, Where every other wedding with chicken and green beans, yeah. right. like they all run together. Right. And she had cookies made that were, I think they were like Disneyland cookies or something, but it was all very thoughtful and it wasn't extravagant. They didn't. Obviously, he got a good discount. So also, we, side note: chicken is always risky. It's never going to be as juicy as unless it was. Chick -fil -A. That's unless it's like, Chick Fil A. It's so risky. 
But you yeah, know unless what? It's fr- yeah, unless it's Chick-fil-A. I yeah. think in life in general, we um, we rush things. We tend to overthink things. Maybe I'm just talking about myself. But essentially, yeah, me too. we don't live with intention. And then we create these big events and we totally take intention and throw it out the window. Yeah. And I think that what we we have to be intentional with everything that we do and that doesn't exclude your wedding day. So be intentional with the money that you're spending and allocate it to the things that are most important, whether that's photography, maybe you have a DJ or a band that you've been dying to have at your wedding. And then what Erin has done that I absolutely love has created, she's like, well, we aren't doing any of that until we've gotten linens and this and this, because you have to have these things. Like your yeah. musts. Like you, here's the foundation. The we go through our musts. And then whatever we have left after those musts are taken care of. I mean, of. that's like a real budget. Like, hey, yeah. we're not going to mm. get a membership to the new top golf thing until we can pay our rent. Exactly. Like we have to have it's like, real life. And so you have to You want to live in a house or things. do you want to swing a golf club every day? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I love this. I feel like we're talking about this tension that exists between intention yes. and expectation. Yes. And so when you have these expectations that social media creates, whether that's Instagram or Pinterest, Pinterest or or the pressure from it, other people. Yes. Yes. That that's so huge. And so I love what you're getting at because we talk, we call that having a wedding. Why on the podcast? Like, why are you celebrating your marriage with a wedding day? Why? Because you don't it have be your, to like, have North a wedding Star. day. You can just go elope. You can go to a courthouse. You can just go to your pastor at your church. There's you a lot of ways to get to have married. The party aspect of it. And I, and so what is that mindset? Like, I just want to talk a little bit about what are some of the phrases that you hear people say? That that people can like diagnose themselves with like, oh man, I'm focusing on expectation Mm. instead of intention. So like, what are some of the, the phrases that a bride or groom or couple or parents might say that, that trigger you to know, like, oh, their mind's not in the right space. They can have some maybe self-awareness and they're like, oh crap, I just had that some self-awareness. Like, you know that you're focusing on expectations if you say this phrase or you think this thing. I don't know if you guys have anything Mm -hmm. that comes to mind. Well, my brother and my sister did that. Mm. Oh, that's a number one. And I mean, I guess we are blessed, very blessed to have a lot of families where we've done all the, all the kids' weddings. So there's always that balance. Or if um, right now we have a group of girls, they're all friends, but they're all brides of ours. Current on deck, ready to go type thing. And it is tough because there's that comparison even in the experiences with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like how often we chat yeah, or how the design is. What are they doing? Well, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> well, and honestly, I'm very self-conscious about that. I'm not going to design something that is, you know, j- somebody else similar to yeah. what they're. Right. We're very aware of who is friends with who in this town yeah. when it comes to our clients. And so we're very intentional about how we communicate with them and how we design and implement things so and so did the jungle so we're not doing the jungle for the next zone yeah and that's something that we've prided ourselves on um me as a designer aaron as a designer as a teammate we inspire these girls to think outside the box and we try to create elements that are different from what they've seen on pinterest and other things and that's something that i love i get to create one element at least that is different but within the budget, right? So, which that's the hard 
balance. Yeah. And all, so to Aaron's point too, we are in a season where we have, which we've never experienced it to Mm -hmm, this extent before, where we have a lot of clients that are legit friends and all of them have different budgets, but yet they're talking and comparing and, and I, my empathetic Mm -hmm. person, I feel bad. And so then I'm like, well, let's just give him that or do that. Well, we can't do that either. We've got to be realistic. This is what you can afford. And that's just fine. Yeah. You're going to get married and it's going to be lovely and nobody's, everybody's going to come and celebrate and they're not going to be like, well, did you remember what was at that last wedding last weekend? They're not doing that. People remember the, people remember the experience. They don't remember what things look like. They're remembering the Mm Chick-fil-A or they're remembering personal touch. Exactly. You know what they remember? They really remember the love that you have. You could, guys, let's be honest. We see couples (laughs) and we're like, why the fuck are you getting married? Yeah. Like. This does not like not to judge anyone's love, but it's like, man, where's the joy? We just had a conversation about this. I, you know, had a a couple at some point and I was like, I did not see them smile at all once during this day. And Mm. I know that people are different and things like that, but it's like, you can tell, you can have the most beautiful wedding and all of the extravagant things and then not. Be excited about your marriage, you know? Right. That all the beauty doesn't make your marriage last. And I can attest to that. I mean. It's tough. Yeah. Absolutely. I want to share this little quick tidbit about what is intentional and what is not. I'll never forget that one of my biggest fights with uh, my marriage when we were planning the wedding was I was adamant that every flipping piece of cake was going to have the letter M on it. And we had a massive fight over it because it was going to cost more, right? And then, I mean, we laugh about it now because it's like I, we had this massive fight over the fact that I wanted a stupid M on every cut freaking square piece of cake. Did it matter? Would have nobody, re- nobody even remember. I did get my way by the way, but that's beside the point. <laughs> do you want to know what, do you want to know what ours was? Ours was, uh, Lara wore a dress. It was not quite white. It was slightly off white. I didn't know what that looked like. I thought. It was going to be like that. Man- I, that's what I thought it was going to look like. That, like that, that manila. Yeah, yeah, manila. That's what I expected. It was not that. So she said, you can't wear a white shirt. You have to wear a, it's got to be an off-white. And I lost my mind. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't want to wear that. And we look back on it now and we laugh. And it was, and she got Well, and those you know, are the moments. The we're trying thing. to help our clients avoid those. We can't eliminate it all. And they're going to have moments no. where they're disagreeing or whatever, but well, take in mind too, if I would have been planning that, I would have talked to her. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, so, a good planner going, so <laughs> unfortunately, like I said, I can attest to the fact that a beautiful wedding doesn't make your marriage last. And had I focused uh, true transparency, I went through a divorce after 10 years. And the second wedding, re- remarriage, I was like, I'm not going to be about the things and I released and I let go. Yeah. You weren't, you didn't, I didn't want to be involved. I didn't want a sit down dinner. I didn't want all these things because I knew that it didn't make my marriage last. And so that I will be, I get goosebumps now just sitting here talking about it. No matter what the celebration looks like, if you are not foundationally sound as uh, individuals who can then come together and lean on each other and hold one another up when you're, it doesn't matter. None of that matters. So that's why this budget talk has to happen. Yeah. Because we need to make sure that people realize that no matter how expensive or how 
few dollars you do have to spend, mm-hmm. it doesn't make the marriage last. Well, and I think back to yeah, my wedding. I mean, it was almost 24 years ago. And I think about the budget. We had nothing. We had to pay for it ourselves. Our wedding wasn't great. But man, our marriage has been amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is really beneficial in our relationships and the things that Ashley's been through for these clients because they're all over the place. Well, it makes you know? it more personal for yeah. me and emotionally. I'm, I'm an empath, so I agree with Aaron. It's it's made us almost overly aware mm-hmm. to where it's like our our mission has shifted a little bit in our business. It's not just about us planning a beautiful day. It's about building a relationship with these clients and their families to where we can be an encouragement and hopefully we leave them better than they than they found us the day they signed the contract. Well, I love that. Think That's about huge. if they didn't have the guidance and they, you know, walk into the budget and all of the money conversations that cause so many fights. And they don't have that like third party saying it's okay that you're not spending sixty thousand dollars on your wedding. That's literally what I was just thinking because I think like permission that you don't. Yes, need it's like to you guys, that. your wedding. I think back to Jillian's episode on the dress gallery yes. where she said your wedding dress is the most expressive garment that you will ever wear. Um, something like that. I'm yeah, paraphrasing. something like mm-hmm. that. But your wedding day is the same way. Like it is one of the most expressive events that should represent you your person, how the things that you love, the way that you, all of those things. But when you take it and you just try to recreate something that was, you know, maybe that you saw on Pinterest or done before, it's one thing to draw inspiration. It's another thing to, to want something for the sake of showing out or, or having, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a better reputation or something like that, you know, keeping up with the Joneses, that kind of thing. It it reminds me like right now, um, and I am loving this. I am here for this, but this like trend of cars, right? Like old vintage, vintage cars, cars are at like almost every wedding right now. And I love it. it. They're so gorgeous, but it's currently a trend. And if it's something that is not in your budget, it's okay. You're not having any less of a wedding because you're not having that trendy thing that your friend had. Yeah. And that's nobody's going to remember that you didn't have it. Like, yeah. Right. Staging moments. No, 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 no. Yeah. Don't do that because it takes away the intention and the genuine feeling you get on that wedding day. So you don't need to drive that car around the block just to get a picture. Do it, but I, I'm not trying to be rude, but it's all about being real and yeah. genuine and intentional on that wedding day. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of, um, and I mean, if you, if you, if had, you have a, if you have a love for cars or there's like, a, or what, what, I mean, why ever, maybe like, you just want it. There's a but, couple that was super like, they're all about go green and everything. And they had their like, little like electric Kia. That's what they took photos <laughs> in front of because they have the, but it'd be something different. Yeah. But if it's, it's special, like, it's, it's special to them. It's, but if it's that's not. That's a great idea. I have a bride that's doing that. I, actually, it's, we're trying to make it very eco-friendly. So there you go. Like, yeah. That's another good like, idea for her. That, but it's, you know, you have all these people doing this vintage thing and they're like, mm-hmm. well, hey, this more represents us. And we had a bride, oh, we had a bride with Micah who they chose to do that. But that there was a, a family car that they had that meant so much to them and it's been in the family. And then versus like, Hey, let me just, and granted you do you, you it's do your you. wedding day. We they always are, will say that. Like I keep saying there's, it's so you beautiful. It's so fun to photograph. But your like, day will, I do love it. will be more you if you do things that represent who you are Absolutely. as a couple. And like, maybe it's not a car. Maybe instead you guys 
uh okay this is outlandish but maybe you're getting married at like a venue on a lake and you could drive off in a car but you also like you guys jet ski every summer so maybe you like go away in a jet ski to like a you know like hey what if you hate champagne and you don't want to flip and toast with champagne yeah and you love tequila get you some tequila glasses and let's do a champ let's do a toast with tequila shots yeah Yeah. i feel like the alternative is always it's it's always that's what i'm saying and being intentional being intentional and being personal lowers your budget and here's because it takes the expectation here was one of the the great things about covid is that it caused people to think outside of the box because there's problems guys when you have a problem within your budget you're running into a wall let's say you want the ten thousand dollar lighting up lighting thing that's just like that's what you want you can't have that. Well, then what can you have? Because you want something. What makes you think creatively about you're, that? You yeah. are going to like put your brain power together and hopefully Problem you've held solved. a professional that can help you think through things. And you will probably, like you said, it will probably be cheaper and you will probably love it more because it's not something that you just did. It's something that you really put thought into yeah. to try to execute a plan and a vision. Yeah. Well, and it puts a, a, a big emphasis on our job and through the planning process, which is also heavy too, to have that redirection conversation with the budget. I see this, I want this, I have to have it. But also redirecting them in that trusting the vendor. You said $10,000 lighting package. Sure, I'm down for it, but I'll be honest with you, lighting and stuff is one of the last things we do. We have to feed everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody has to have drink. I hope that you want cake. And if not, let's do a dessert. <laughs> you know, I don't know. There's a trend of no Selfishly, one wants cake yeah. anymore. Yeah. So that's fine. That's fine. They either want no cake or they want a five-tier cake. I'm here for it. Yeah. But, um, you know, redirecting them in a way to understand that at the end of the day, trust your vendors mm-hmm. because you guys are really good at making it look like there's $10,000 worth of lighting in the room. Heck yeah. And that's a conversation I have a lot. Here's the bottom line though, too. I don't want anybody to feel like we're attacking them and that they can't have this beautiful wedding. Oh, we're here for Like I said, I love it. And I love posting photos of it. And I love photographing it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want anyone to feel like we're bashing on extravagant weddings. We're not. If you have the budget, that is wonderful and if what that's what you guys want to spend your money on, by all means, we are in support of that. We would never discourage somebody who had that. But what we're, I think what we're here for is to tell you guys that you don't have to go into debt or go to extreme measures to have a wonderful celebration. Absolutely. And I'm sure as you guys as planners would agree that there's a difference between a budding, a, a, a wedding budget within you know, that's just like, ah, they don't really have any direction. They're just like, you know, just, we just want it to look like this versus like heart that they insert. And then they give you intention behind it. And right. This is the elements that, you know, maybe think within these realms of something that, you know, and then they kind of give you some parameters that mean something. That's where that, that extraness comes from is mm-hmm. like the intention, the mm-hmm. heart, all of that stuff that you put into. But well, I love that because we don't ever want to make anyone feel bad. Like, you know, mm-mm. don't do, don't. If you have the budget to sign your dream day, go for it. Yeah. Right. And I think having those conversations on both sides, I hope, makes the client really realize how worth it we are to be able to, you know, have that icky conversation, but also be like excited 
what? We get to spend $30,000 on floral? Let's do it, you know, and be yeah. excited about it, but also being intentional through that whole process. I'm not here just to blow money. No, we want it to be your dream. Like if you're spending $30,000 on flowers, there's probably reason behind it. One. You know, like I think of that. You guys did a wedding where there was like this 100% floral arch. And like just that's probably a little girl's dream. Or, you know, it's a vision. She grew up up with her at her grandmother's cottage every summer. And then there was an arch there and it reminded her of her. There's like there's reason to it. Right. And that's where I think as long as each decision that you make is with intention, you you won't go Well, it was a Beatles-themed wedding. So she was definitely going with great intention and she had i mean everything in my opinion at that wedding was very purposeful and it was a reflection of them as a couple and that was what made it really cool so i mean they lived with intention they planned with intention they just happened to have a larger budget and that was fine Yeah. yeah but if you don't you can still do all of those personalization elements with a smaller budget and it almost allows you to get more creative um I have, I have a question. A, okay. You have a question and I have a question. So what do you do, especially right now, Aaron, with the budgets that people had a year ago and how that's shifting because of inflation and things are more expensive? How do you guide them through that process of that moving target with the vendor? Like they're out of money or they like, how can they change when they're this far into the process? I just imagine that a lot of our listeners aren't in the beginning and they're already deep in. And they're having oh, to deal good, with the inflation. Do you know what I mean? Point. I think, again, it's prioritizing is um, if they are lucky enough to have someone guide them through the process, I think it's I've changed the process, too, on how I plan and the conversations we have from the very beginning so that maybe we can catch it. Yes, they've already gotten the photographer. Sure, that's the first conversation we're going to have. But there are some things that are unavoidable. But let's try to tackle those first. And hopefully I can get to them first. If it's already been done, then it is. The conversation is what is a non-negotiable? You guys kind of went back to like um, talking about the dress being, you know, I think their bouquet is one of the most important things. It is the thing that's going to be photographed the most. So when we sit down to do florals, we have all these grand ideas of what we're going to do on the centerpieces. But do you guys remember the centerpieces as much? Probably not. We do, but that's what we're supposed to do. Man, we remember that that bouquet because you're photographing that the most. That's very well, true. That's what the picture you're hanging on your wall is mm-hmm. the bouquet, right? And that's the one mom, grandma, those yeah. are, that's the photo they're printing. Mm-hmm. And those know. are the ones that are showing up on the girls' because we ask for inspiration photographs very, very early on. We want to see where we're going. Yeah. We want to see what the vibe is. We want to see, okay... She has a lot of pictures of the super large floral arrangements that are on top of the stands. Well, those are four hundred to five hundred dollars each, and so that we can kind of get ahead of it before we have the design meeting. And so, having those conversations is kind of the point ahead of time before we get to that vendor. But also, too, we've done the work with these vendors. We know who to refer so that they aren't taking advantage of. If I know somebody doesn't have the $35 to $60, per they hand. need to stay around the $35 per person on food, I know exactly who to send them to that are still going to deliver amazing service, amazing food. We may have to get creative. 
We may need to buy our own plates. Big deal. Right. Big deal. We may need to hire an extra service person to clean off tables because they don't offer it. But if their food's fantastic and they answer the phone and they design an amazing menu and it's priced and they feel comfortable, then that's the way we need to go. And this is the this is one of the massive pros of hiring a planner to help you with your day is they yeah. know vendors, they have people that they trust, that they've worked with, they know the price points. You know, you say X amount of dollars per head. You probably already have a few people in mind. Right. Like, oh, we're going to contact so-and-so to reach out to them. So I have I have two questions, two more questions. That I don't Can know I say something and follow up with Aaron? I yep. think often our clients forget that they, they're just thinking about the tangible product and not the people that are making it happen. And so when they're thinking about costs, they're thinking about they're okay. They're not thinking about the time and the people that had to put that together. And so um, when they get their quotes back, they're like, well, what in the world is this line item? I'm like, well, that's called time. That's yeah. called the time labor. and labor that your vendor had to. expertise that you've paid for um, because they're a professional. Or when yeah. they get the lighting uh, quote back and they're like, well, why is it this high? Well, do you not understand the amount of hours it's going to take for Le Lucci to hang the lighting or get on event, the ladder? Event elements or whoever it is. Lighting. And mm -hmm. so I, sitting here today, I want to encourage people, don't forget about the service and the people that are there making these things come to life for you. It costs money to have people build the yes. dream that you are wanting to implement. I mean, even us in our industry, you know, people look at us and they're like, oh, they were only there for 10, 12 hours, exactly. eight hours that day. And <laughs> yeah. it's like, well, look at the, you know, the additional 20, 24 hours that was put into it with editing, calling, yep. well, timeline meetings, everything, just yeah. all of the stuff that happened before. Like even onboarding takes, that, each client mm -hmm. is at it, least a couple hours. It's, it's a lot that goes into it. And so that you're thinking, oh, they're making, you know, $700 an hour on the wedding day. No, that's no. not the mm -hmm. case. You break that down over. So I'm, that's really good. I'm really glad you brought that up. That kind of neutralizes that wow this feels extravagant this cost but oh once you take into consideration their expertise you know the amount of time that they put into it everything that came in aside from the tangible product right itself and i think we have an easier job with that with like food because we understand someone's preparing it but yeah. a lot of the other vendors well not even then they forget. don't understand the amount of staff it takes to man the buffet or do a, or serve you at your table something, that costs money yep. something i didn't understand for my wedding was and you talked to me about this is like not only am I paying for like the physical food and obviously like the service charge because I wanted them to like plate it, but you also have to pay for the delivery. Like they have to drive mm -hmm. 45 minutes to bring you the food and yep. they have to unload everything into the kitchen and they have to take everything back. And that's something that you definitely don't, like I definitely didn't think of as a wedding vendor myself. It's yeah. just like, I know that it happens, but I didn't think about it. Right. You know? Well, that's why you've got people like us yep. that can remind you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's kind of like brings you back to earth. Oh, for, it. you want to talk about a reality. I mean, it is a reality check. Like mm -hmm. you just get, this is the thing that you don't get on Pinterest. You can get mm -hmm. this cost this much, this cost this much in that city at that tier. Maybe yes, but the wedding industry is so different across America and every state and every city. I mean, it's so different. And so that's what you, you can't get those specifics on Pinterest, on Instagram, but you can get it like from a real person that's in your right. city. That's a planner that works with hundreds of vendors to execute people's days. Have you heard that TikTok sound? It's very old, but it was like, it costs this much because it takes me yes. fucking hours. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's, that's I love a, it. This whole thing reminds me of. 
There's it, a lot of florists that can say that. <laughs> it's the truth though. It really is. And even us, you know, as a wedding planner, not everybody has the, you know, budget to afford us and that's understandable and we respect that. But what we give our clients is time. And what I have learned over the years is time is very valuable. And I will be honest and say, we probably charge more than any other wedding planner in this town because 11, 13 years in, we know the value of time and it's our expertise and the time that we have spent learning and creating. Erin has created some incredible documents that help us plan and implement these events. And that took her a lot of time. So it's hard sometimes for us to sell what we do and the value of what we do because we're not giving you a tangible object. Yes, absolutely. We're giving you time. And what is interesting is that if roles were reversed and that client was looking at it from putting themselves in our shoes, they would understand that their time is valuable. Absolutely. They want people people to pay for their time in whatever industry they're in. And so we we hope that people at the end of the the experience with us, the time that they've spent planning with us, understand the value. And it's so funny too. Most of the times we've got these dads in there that are like, this is ridiculous. It's stupid to spend that kind of money. That's bullshit. You know, anything of that nature. And then it's them the day of the wedding that are bawling and hugging us. Yes. Very yeah, tightly. I see that every it's hilarious. Time. And like, because they thank you during you. toast. Yes, I've they do. They do. Toast. They've realized the value of us not only saving their marriage, right? <laughs> but we become, um, I joke with Aaron and with our clients that on my resume, I say that we're therapists because we do, we, we take on more than just, we care. We care about yeah. your day and we care yeah. about you guys as humans. And there's not very many few, there's very few clients over the last 13 years that we haven't remained in some kind of relationship with her that we get excited to see or exactly. see their families grow. We get excited about that because we care. Mm-hmm. We and legit care. Having vendors behind you that care about you is yeah. more like it's worth so much. And this kind of goes, were you going to say something? Well, I was just going to talk about worth time. Oh, when what having this service, you know, like we're talking about the importance of like planners and what planners can give you. Um, and obviously back to the budget, it's like a planner costs money, but in this inflation world of inflation for just one simple example, that planner is going to save you seven hours of research and on the phone and trying to find somebody who's going to fit your new adjusted budget because you can't afford what you originally thought. So you have the planner, you have the expertise, you have the person that the second you call them and say, we can't do that caterer anymore. It just won't work. They're like, I know someone who will. Yeah. And that saves you hours of stress, agony, phone calls back and forth, trying to find a solution to your problem. Well, and this goes full circle to one of the things that you brought up at the very beginning, Ashley, which was trusting the team that you hire, especially, I mean, we preach this all day long, mm-hmm. all day long about trusting your vendors. It's why- It'll it's just so make un- your day better. It, it's why- we harp on like choosing which vendors, maybe your florist, you know, you're not gonna spend all day with your florist, your planner, you know, your your DJ you're gonna spend some time with. Photographer, photographer. is huge. They spend more time with like, you guys than they do us. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. So they gotta love you. But like <laughs> trusting, like that level of trust, you you don't just wanna go for the bargain. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, the person that's like, oh, you get what you, you pay for. Well, do you like For them? real, it's the truth. Uh, we yeah. always make the joke like when we do consults with with couples like you know 
whoever you hire to be your photographer is one of the most important hires because you're going to be with them all day. What if they have a laugh that you're annoyed with and you have to hear it all day long? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, I'm joking, but that's real talk too. You know, you have to be able to trust the vendor team that, that you choose. And if you do choose well, and you do choose someone who's seasoned, you should really take their words to heart and know that they have seen lots and lots of weddings. They've seen amazing ways to do weddings and some things that you sh- no one should probably ever try to recreate mm-hmm. and do. But that trust, I know you were talking about that even prior to us recording. Yeah. Well, I think the val- explaining the value of each of those vendors uh, in relationship to the budget, um, that day of they see quick hits, I've hyped you guys up, she's hyped you up, um, making sure you're able to spend time with them. I know most of all of you have those consultations beforehand and we always encourage them, but there are some that are like, well, I wanted this photographer and now they're not available and we have to move fast. Yeah. I and also, that's tough sometimes. Yeah, that is very tough. So we're like, okay, who has a similar style? Yes, but I'm also thinking, who has the same vibe? Mm-hmm. Who is fun to hang out with? Because we love, I mean, that's my We want to have fun too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We want to have a good time. An experience. We want to have a great experience too. Yeah. Right. We and make want, sure that it's smooth as yeah. well. We want to make sure that- You don't want to have, have a photographer that's going to go rogue and be gone for an hour at sunset and now the whole- yeah, no, that's actually happened. I just trust that you guys yeah. are doing what you're supposed to be doing. That's <laughs> not to say that we're not willing to work with we one of the things that Aaron and I set out as a goal last year, um, and what I call our strategy meeting was essentially branching out and giving people opportunities. We were given a chance, I was given a chance um to plan events, and I remember my very first wedding. I charged $800 and spent $1,500. So I didn't mm-hmm. make a dang dime, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you learn and you grow. Somebody gave somebody gave me a chance. So I'm not saying that we're not opposed to if you our clients have people that they want to use that have offered to do it for free or whatever. We're all for that. We're just going to make sure that we're diligent. And Aaron is very good. And Caitlin and our planning team is diligent in making sure that there's a very clear communication. And even then... You know, you're again, you're trusting us to direct you to people that are going to, for the most part, give you consistent service. We can't control everybody, but our job then, if you are referring your own or bringing in your own team, is for us to do some due diligence and make sure that they're going to be able to deliver for you. Well, because, you know, when you bring in your own team, this is just budget. Say you spend $1,000 on a photographer instead of $4,000 on a photographer. You might spend a thousand dollars, and again, some everybody needs a chance. Somebody had to give me a chance, you know, and that still could be a thousand dollars wasted versus four thousand dollars not wasted. Not that, but I'm I think you go you into it knowing, thousand, for sure. yeah. And for I sure. think you go into it then if you're doing if you're going about it that way, knowing that it may not be the most amazing quality. You're taking a gamble for sure. You are, but. So, I mean, it is a gamble, but at the same token, if nobody had given me a chance as a little rinky dink, love you, Kathy and uh, Rick. But I mean, I remember doing red bandanas and burlap for this wedding. Okay. So, I mean, they gave me a chance and I've grown a lot up. I've grown up a lot. So no more red bandanas recently. And definitely no burlap. burlap. But anyways. So how, but yeah, I understand what you're saying for sure. How can they, when we talk about honesty with budget, Mm -hmm. what is the main thing for people to take away with being honest with their budget. What does that mean? Don't say yes, because we're excited about it. Mm-hmm. You're not going to hurt our feelings at all. At all. 
you're not going to hurt our heart. So an example, I'm still going to do the job. So can you give us an example of, I, of that? I think if we get into the conversation and, you know, we get excited and we deliver what you've asked for. I want to do this. I want to do that. Or so you've don't given us I don't free have a budget. Or right. you've given us free reign. Or the we don't have a budget. Have. Yes. Come We've heard that mouth. several times. We don't have a budget. Go for it. Design whatever you want. Okay. Uh, that's amazing. And then. Right. And then they get the work. And the thing is, is it's not only time spent by us. It's time spent by vendors mm-hmm. that are trying to create this vision. Um, and then they get it back. And things have changed. That's really where we have to have the honesty. It's okay. It's fine. We've become smarter from that. Yes. And asking better questions, redirecting, prioritizing from the very, very start. We all have to have those challenges for us to grow. And And we did. Yeah. We did grow from that. To be honest, I refuse to do any design work and our team will refuse to do design work without an actual budget number budget. And we, you know, and it was a lesson learned and it's part of several lessons learned where those instances occurred. And I took it very personal, which I've learned to not do that because it had nothing to do with me. It had everything Mm -hmm. to do with, um, miscommunication between families and family members yeah um, which is a whole new dynamic that had nothing to do with us and um but it also then in turn because they weren't honest with one another they weren't honest with us about the budgets it wasted a lot of time and and then it just left everybody feeling irritated we were i mean we were mad at each other it was yucky feeling and so at the end of the day, I've told Aaron, I will not design anything with a client unless they give us, and it sounds terrible, unless they give us an absolute cap number. Yeah. Because I'm not going to continue to waste their time, my time, or our vendor's time. You have to understand where you're- Like, this is not exactly playing dress up. No. You know what I mean? No. Like, walking into Dillard's and picking the most expensive dress to try on just to try it on. Nope. We need tangible numbers in order for us to do it. And that helps the client too, because what I don't want to have happen, and Aaron and our team, I don't want to design this, you know, $30,000 event and you come back to us when you know all along your budget was a certain amount that was like $20,000 less. But this I'm sitting there example. looking at right, you afraid. Sure. If I tell you that my budget's 10,000, I'm afraid you're going to But gonna you're not offending yeah. us. Like, no. Right. You're We're not going to judge you. We're no, not going to your your guests aren't going to know mm-hmm. that you, you know, wanted this. They're going to enjoy what you've created for this celebration, but but then I, you know, it it's just not fair to anyone involved. It's heartbreaking to see that conversation change and the tone change when we have to have that going, okay, oh, well, I was unaware. Um, Let's redirect. Let's figure this out. Or it just gets icky, which that happens sometimes. This is a very emotional experience. Mm -hmm. We take things personal just like everybody else does. We're all human. But we're still here to do a job. We want to make you happy. We'll figure it out as long as there's honesty. Like you said from the very beginning, this is not a reason to go broke. Yeah. Right. Clear, clear communication. I mean, that's like with anything. You're not going to hurt our feelings. 
and you're not going to hurt people's feelings because they don't even flip a no yeah. on the day. Yeah. I mean, don't worry about other people. Take that first and foremost and throw it out the window Yeah, because you're never going to please everyone. Mm-hmm. So when you find yourself saying, it's what my sister did, it's what my brother did, it's what my friend did, take that thought, be like, okay, I see you. You're thinking about other people. Throw it out the window. Let's right. light that piece of paper on do? fire and let it fly. Usually yeah. I say, well, when, what do you guys want to do? Yeah. yeah. You don't yeah. have what to do. do. You what do? can we do in the parameters of our budget and the experience and the logistics of it? This isn't, we're oh not recreating gosh. their day. It's so funny. I, I had therapy right before this. Uh, and I was sitting, literally, and I was talking to my therapist. finished 30 minutes before. And, the uh, <laughs> and I was talking about something going on in my life. And he looks at me, he's like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know. I feel like I have to. And he said, no, not what you have to do or what you feel like you have to do. What do you want to do? And want. I stopped and I was like, oh yeah, like I get to choose what I want. And I feel like with wedding planning, sometimes brides sometimes feel like I have to do this exactly. or I have to do that. Should. And it's not, or I should do this or they did this. Or they're missing out if they don't. The only person's Follow. opinion that you should take into consideration is your partner and you two make decisions together to create your day. It's not about what you should do. It's about Now what I do you want say to, to do. our clients because oftentimes you have parents that are helping contribute. True. And so Those this is why I joke about being a therapist because we help our clients legitimately compromise. Yeah. Um we I have learned I have not have any formal training but I feel like I have learned how to coach people on how to compromise with one another and have respect for the fact that Parents are paying, but it is the bride and groom's wedding. But how to not pleasing? So you can people. also be the mediator for parents and for yes, a couple. it's not about pleasing mom and dad. It's right. about compromising and understanding that um, there's some things that you know that we they would desire to have, and we just need to maybe compromise, or we do both, or we take you know you Balance. get this, you get that. It's yep. not about pleasing or you know. I don't know how Truly, to say what it, I'm I mean, it's about explain showing, what I'm it's saying. It's about kind of but, showing respect for like, yeah, yeah. That, and we've had episodes where we've talked about that and that is a tricky dynamic because yeah, sometimes, sure. you know, is it going to be the end of the world if your parents get to invite the four people that they want to exactly. hang out with? Probably not. If your mom wants you to get married in a church and you're not religious at all and you want to get married in a field. That's, that's a fight you can battle. Yeah. Yes. You pick and choose. your battles, but like okay, fine. You can invite these six people that are the good old boys, whatever. Yeah. You know, not a big deal. So, yeah, but it's $60 ahead. Right. It's $60 ahead. Deal. So, <laughs> so with uh. this being honest about your budget, I feel like one of the things that people don't know initially is how much things cost. Mm-hmm. So like maybe first step for them is do a little research. Well, little Aaron's research. already done the research for them and we've created estimated costs for your bouquet for food and things of that nature. And it's an estimation. So it could be less or more, but to your point, we've are, we have created that, but if you don't have a planner, do, do that research, research first. Yeah. yeah. To get that. Is what, that a what common that? thing with planners a lot of, or is that, I have no idea, but Aaron went the extra mile for our clients and it. we, because we got that question all the time. Well, what do things cost? What do things cost? What do things cost? So Aaron went the extra mile and did averages based on Wichita, the Midwest, not New York or San Diego where they're, yeah. in my opinion, going to the knot is a great resource, but going there to figure out budgets is not because it's not applicable to our region. It's not applicable totally. to what the costs are in Wichita. Things cost more in Tulsa. Things cost different yeah, in Kansas City. Yeah, breakfast at McDonald's in Wichita is $2 less than, and maybe more than that, uh, 
A hash brown in Wichita is like 99 cents. This was two years ago. In Colorado, it was $4. <gasps> yeah. So, that's what I'm I saying. mean, just you take, cannot... that's a hash brown. <laughs> or even, even the whole thing where I remember when I was in high school and the whole thing was, oh, it's 80% of your guest count that's going to come. And I don't base it off of that. We base it off of how many out-of-town guests there are versus in-town guests. Oh, that's so good. And so we don't even... And that's changed. what they're telling people to do still. And I also to this don't day. think that's yeah. accurate. And it's eighty percent of your. Definitely changed. It's too. not. It changes way. within six months. What the yeah. the weddings that we had at the beginning of the year and the RSVPs that are coming back now. It's completely different. Yeah. And weddings are getting smaller because of COVID and what that inspired in all of us. Weddings are celebrations are getting smaller. Too. Which I'm okay with. I'm okay with that too. Yeah. 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 We don't. We. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's a lot less stressful. It is, Sometimes. and well, to, you can do more. So that helps your money budget too. Let's further. talk about that for a minute, then. So if you have fewer people that are intentionally invited, not because they're courtesy invites, because you know them from, you know, totally grandma's grandpa, babysitter, you know, yeah. uncle George's mm-hmm. niece, First whatever. Teacher, yeah. um, <laughs> but that cuts your costs. But also, if you want to have an extravagant wedding, invite fewer guests Man, and make good. it a bigger. Do more floral. Do whatever. You don't have to have qu- quantity versus quality mm-hmm. to have a great celebration. So you can save a little bit of money to put towards something more extravagant if you have fewer guests. And that's what Ash did. I'll never forget it. I, You and Justin's wedding, and I'm not just saying it because I got the honor of helping you with it, but you guys did everything with intention. You focused on your families. Aww. You focused on what was most important. And we got to spend a little bit more money on decor because mm-hmm. we had 13 guests. Mm-hmm. And we got to make, I still, I am bug you ever so often because I want to post pictures of that table because it was oh, beautiful. I was and <laughs> I wish I would have done the backdrop differently with that fireplace, but that's beside the point. But <laughs> She's like, I could go back, it's in the past. That pampas grass, mm-hmm. it's still in my eyeballs, but that's fine. And other crevices I didn't know I had. <laughs> but regardless, you know, we got to have more of a, aesthetically pleasing um environment because we had fewer people and you were intentional with that Mm -hmm. that's i mean i've and that was literally right before covid Mm -hmm. blew up yeah we We all got home that weekend and we were we did and then we we were all in a little hidey hole in the middle of nowhere in kansas (laughs) nobody had any idea that was happening and i'm like wait the world ended (laughs) (laughs) what happened all of our industry just changed for the next two years oh yeah but the fall the summer and the fall of 2020 with changing all of those and making them smaller because we had to we mm-hmm. had no choice those are some of my favorites they were the Same. best Same. we had so, so much i mean there was one that we had that was, they got there to was enjoy only 90 but guests. we were able to do a six course but meal. you know what happened at that point is people oh, so went we just want to get married let's do whatever right. we have and so all of this like have to went out the window and but it's like we yeah. i feel like we went through two years of that where we were where we all felt this little bit of a panic of we're not promised tomorrow. And so let's just do this thing. And now I feel like it's flip-flopped and we're getting back to the the discontentment Mm -hmm. of simplicity. And I think that um, that saddens me because, I mean, we have seen it all. And I've been in the industry for 14 years. I worked for a different company before I started my own. And it's been massively entertaining and interesting and intriguing and joyful and discouraging to see the ebbs and flows and the changes of all the all the things that we've experienced in life that you know create 
our discontentment or contentment. When we think back to, or you think back to early on, you know, 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. 12 years ago, weddings looked very different. You know, they were burlap. People didn't spend, I mean, maybe some people spent a lot of money on weddings still, but it wasn't like the norm because Pinterest wasn't around, you know? Mm -hmm. I think back to like, those weddings were still real. You know, they might not have been this extravagant thing that was posted online. And all this, I just feel like weddings are more expensive now. Like people are spending more money on weddings now and on average than they used to. And I just think like the weddings back when they weren't these absolute show-stopping, breathtaking weddings that we're yeah. seeing right now, like Sarah Hyland's wedding this weekend. Did you guys see that? Oh, it was beautiful. God, yeah. so beautiful. There's these jaw-dropping weddings. But all the weddings that happened back, I think Ashley Nola's wedding in 2010-ish, 11, I can't remember what year. I had rocks and real wedding. at my wedding. How many, ever many, 15 years. <laughs> sticks and rocks, people. What do you mean by sticks and rocks? I don't even want to go there. Okay. Sticks and rocks. But I will tell it's you. It's still a real wedding. But you know what's cool, too? You think Aaron's been married 24 years. My mom and dad would have celebrated, I think, in their 40s, 45th wedding anniversary. My dad, his second year anniversary of passing was just a couple days ago. And my mom, to this day, like Aaron was saying, the bouquet is the most important piece. My mom carried a bunch of daisies that I believe she got from the grocery store on her wedding day. And so I took my mama daisies two days ago in memory of my dad, because that's what my mom remembered. That was what was special to her about her wedding. Not that she spent $5,000 on her bouquet. She went to flipping who knows what leakers or yeah. I, don't know, yeah. I don't know what was up in Montana Some those days or Something Albert like Albertson's, Albertson's. Yeah. Albertson's <laughs> back in the day up there in Montana but mm-hmm. that's what I don't know just going back to that like what's important what is it, important and strip what, it back. yeah what is memorable 45 years later um it wasn't this extravagant wedding that made my mom and dad's marriage last it a was a little bit of wildflower daisies. It was freaking Albertson daisies. Okay. So I don't even remember my flowers. I love that. To be honest. So it was yeah. not. That, was that not wasn't your thing. Point. I think no. Lara had no. Dylan's flowers. There's I know we Hey, P.S. There's to. nothing wrong with Dylan's flowers, but it's like what. They, no, we've had Dylan's do weddings. They did, They've they done did, a fantastic they did a good job. job. <laughs> Look at that baby's breath that's come back. Yeah. Dude. Oh, guess what? A baby's breath is not cheap. No, not the Really? Flower, no, no, because it's a trend. Yeah, it's so expensive now. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it's a trend. Yes. It's now gone up. Yep. Well, they're being smart. Please well, yeah. nobody use the ferns that they do attach to the bouquets at Dylan's. No. Yeah. Please don't do that, though. I, I do agree with that. Okay. I was just Ooh. looking at them the other day. There was like a $1.99 little bouquet. I know. Right? And I was like, ooh, do I want that for my centerpiece at my kitchen I'd table? I'd rather go pluck leaves off a tree for you than make you <laughs> with use those. Which you, 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 you know I would. I, you would. Hey, I've Stop done that Stop on the highway, pick up Hey, flowers. I've cut some... I think Hannah from Limestone, she, for our Planners Collective event that we did, she stopped by. It was funny. We were uh, laughing about how the people in the Burger King parking lot were looking at her strains because she's like clipping tree branches off of this tree. I was like, go girl. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, this is going to work for the vision, man. I it love did, and it was I amazing. It was beautiful. Forgiveness, not permission. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> they didn't. Need there you go. Branches. Yeah, that's right. Ask for forgiveness. <laughs> it's easier to ask for forgiveness, not permission. permission. That's yep. right. Guys, we hope that this episode was inspiring that it, it, while we wanted to really have a frank conversation about like, Hey, we need to have a talk. We need to have a talk about honesty within budgets. We hope that it was also inspiring and freeing to know like you don't have to put on the pressures of social media or your siblings or your friends and do what they did 
you just do what you want to do and what you desire to do on your wedding day. Do you guys have any final words for our listeners? I would say that this industry has gone through a lot, but it's super fun to plan a wedding. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. I wouldn't have be doing this as long as I have with Ashley if I didn't have a passion and have both of us being very in service. We want that day to be everything. You may not get everything, but we want it to be everything for you. Um, maybe not be so discouraged, but stay the course, stay focused, and have some fun. Yeah. Absolutely. This is a fun thing. Yeah, it's a happy thing. It's a it good is. thing. It doesn't need to be this. I see I saw a post on Facebook the other day that was like it was on like a wedding planning tips and tricks Facebook group. And she was like, I have hated every single second of wedding planning. Oh and like, it doesn't have to be that way. I'm sorry. Take that pressure off. Yes. Ashley has said a couple of times today, take the pressure of what you feel like you should do off. Do what you want to do. It takes the pressure away. Yes. If we're just, if we focus Truly. on why we're doing this. Yeah. And my final encouragement would just be to never forget why we're celebrating. And focus more on preparing for your marriage, your lifetime of marriage. It's hard. We, those of us that are married um, two years, 10 years, 24 years, 45 years, know that it is a journey. It's a daily choice to choose love. It's a daily battle. I will step on that soapbox every day. But don't forget why we're doing it. We're celebrating a lifetime of love and commitment. I love that so much. All of that. (laughs) Guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have any questions, we we get emails sometimes. I just want to highlight this. If you ever have any feedback or a question or something that you want to say, we've had brides send us an email at hey, hey at thebridalbreakdown.com. You can send us an email there. And we have chatted back and forth about budget stuff. Actually, uh, we've talked about an issue. I remember somebody messaged us about an issue with their wedding photos that they didn't love and they wanted to know how to tell their wedding photographer. So if you ever have anything that you're trying to think through, shoot a message, shoot us a message on Instagram or Facebook or an email. Uh, you can find all of the links in the show notes below. We will link to events and design. Is that, is that the, collective. The, collective. Yeah, the collective? This is a shift for us too. Okay. It used to be, it used to be events and design by Ashley. Gotcha. The collective, and now we've eliminated uh, the first four words, I guess, and it's just the collective. The collective. Okay. So people can find you at the collective on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Consider hiring me. You guys travel. Do you guys do things out of state? We're traveling next month. There you go. Yep. Look them up. I, yep. If I were you, I'd be trying to get a lot of these uh, PDFs that, that Aaron uh-huh. created. So <laughs> they're freaking amazing. Super organized, and you won't. Yeah, they're amazing. <laughs> All right, you guys. We will talk to you real soon. Have a good one. <laughs>